When Riley Jenkins was six years old, he performed blue suede shoes at a talent show at West Creek Elementary School in Clarksville. That performance set him on the path to become an Elvis Presley tribute artist. He joins Charlie and Katie to share his incredible story of paying tribute to the king of rock and roll all over the world. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. So you kind of have an unusual career going on now, don't you? Uh, you you might say that it's it's a uh, it's a different career. You might say mm-hmm. uh, I pay tribute to Elvis Presley, the late great king of rock and roll, and I've been doing that since I was I've been performing since I was six, and you know through the performings that I did, you know some of it was Elvis, but. As a young guy, you know, obviously it's it's kind of hard to do Elvis when you're very young because to the extent that I do it now, I should say, because Elvis obviously did not begin until he was a grown man. And Elvis right. had this very rich, deep, powerful voice singing and just talking. So it didn't really begin seriously until I was about 13 and my voice dropped. And... Uh, Yes, I, I've been doing this. I think it's six years now professionally. So, and and I, I love it. It's a, yeah. you know, I've gotten to go some to some many wonderful places and uh, and meet lots of wonderful people and yeah, I, it's an amazing job, truly. Well, so let's back all the way up because you're talking about six. You mm-hmm. you really started just being interested in music, correct? Correct. Because I remember your mother telling me about you taking guitar lessons from mm-hmm. Charlie Winkler. You remember mm-hmm. Charlie? Oh, of course I yes. do. He yeah. used to work yes. for me. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, he he passed away, I believe, uh, two years ago. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. My son Noah yeah. took guitar. Your yes. mother is yes. the one that recommended mm-hmm. Noah. I, I yeah. remember that. Yep. Yeah. And yep. so, um, but so it kind of started with that. So you started with a love of music, correct? Correct. So I fell in love with music really when I. I've loved music my whole life, uh, as far back as I can remember, and I really fell in love with music uh, through, by, you know, being officially introduced to Elvis, because uh, I was officially introduced when I was three, and became a, a huge Elvis fan, uh, wanted to know more about him, uh, and then through loving Elvis, I started listening yeah. to that oldies music, you know, the 50s yeah. and 60s and all that, and that's definitely my favorite kind of music when people ask me that I listen to the most of, and then when I was six, I entered in a talent show at West Creek Elementary School <laughs> uh, in first grade, and I sang uh, Blue Suede Shoes for the entire... At six. At, at six, yes, uh-huh. yes ma'am. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I, I did it, I was... I did it when I was six, and I think it was because there was the tornado that happened, uh, one of the many tornadoes that's happened here in Clarksville that year. They had to postpone it until like an evening. It was only supposed to be for just the school. It wound up being for children and their families. And mm-hmm. I, I'll never forget this. A lot of the military uh, uh, soldiers came in with their families. They had just gotten off work. They were still in uniform. They come in and and they just got this huge kick out of what I was doing, yeah. doing blue suede shoes, and I remember seeing these guys just going crazy, like you know, loving it, you know. And I was like, this is, I think, what I want to yeah. do for the rest of my life. At so, six, you knew at, that. At yeah. six, yes. That's amazing. Yes. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so we talk about Elvis. I mean, you know, obviously a great great entertainer, mm-hmm. but at six years old, what stood out about Elvis's music above others? That made you say, this is my guy, or this is my style of music. You know, believe it or not, it really wasn't even his music. It was that for some funny reason, I truly felt this personal connection with him. Yeah. Uh, 
and I, st- I still do. And, and it's, I'm not, you know, winding it up. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, do you think that you feel a personal connection? Because maybe, you know, like you've kind of tried to have your life a little in line with his. No, not really. I mean, because look, you, you know, didn't join the army. No, not yet. <laughs> I, not yet. No, I haven't. Uh, Uncle Sam hadn't drafted me yet, you mm-hmm. know, and whatnot. Uh which, by the way, was an extremely admirable thing that he did uh, at the yeah. peak of his career, going willingly into the army. But yeah. just on a personal and a spiritual level, I've just always felt so many things like, wow, like, you know, we're so one and the same. And, and that's really what drew me yeah. to him. And also, I mean, the guy was the more, the greatest looking guy I ever saw. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, you're not saying that because you look a lot alike, right? Right, right. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's the greatest. He's the greatest looking guy I ever saw, just wholeheartedly. I mean, the mm-hmm. hair was perfect. You know, he had every, you know, perfect masculine facial feature, and he yeah. had this gorgeous singing voice. He had cool moves, cool clothes, cool cars, and the biggest one of all, he always got the women. And then for That's a guy, for, for, for a guy, it's like, yeah, I kind of want to be like that guy. I mean, uh, getting all the women. <laughs> if you ever watch any of his movies, I mean, he's all he always winds up with the girl in the end. So, yeah, a musical James Bond. That's uh, right. Basically, I mean, I, he, you know, he would fight, he'd do karate. So yeah, I mean, he beat up the guys, win the girls with the song. It was like, yeah, that's that sounds like a perfect life there for a guy, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love it. I love so it. So you continue just to hone in on your music ability mm-hmm. and work on that. Right. At six on. So when did you when did you decide you were start performing as Elvis, if you will? Well, you know, I mean, of course, like I said, I started performing when I was six. I did a lot of uh plays, you know, musicals at the Roxy Regional Theater in downtown Clarksville. Uh don't know if you, you ever got to catch one of them, but I, I think was, I, did. I, I was mm-hmm. in a couple of them, but uh and uh, I'm still friends with a lot of them down there, uh, Ryan Bowie and all of them. Yeah. Um, but I think I was, when I decided that, like, okay, I really want to do this for for real, you know? So I had seen, actually, a tribute show to Elvis when I was nine. And uh, I, it was in Paducah, Kentucky. And it was these two guys. One of them paid tribute to Elvis in the early days, the 50s. And one of them paid tribute to Elvis in the early 70s, uh, which was something I found very admirable because I always found that people that were doing this um, were more so making a mockery out of Elvis. They were more so doing Elvis when he wasn't in the peak of his life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought that was kind of sad. But here were these two guys paying tribute to Elvis when he was at the top of his game. And the great thing was they never, uh, they never portrayed themselves as Elvis. They always talked in third person if they were going to talk about Elvis. And you could tell, wow, these guys are truly not trying to be him. They're just being themselves. But the cool thing was, uh, they actually had some of, the people that got to work with Elvis on stage with them. They had a, a guy by the name of DJ Fontana. Who, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was Elvis Presley's original drummer. He was playing drums with them. They had uh, Elvis's female backing group of the, the 1970s, the Sweet Inspirations, and that was really neat. And uh, they had uh, the Jordanaires, uh, mm-hmm. Elvis's original male backing quartet, from the 50s and the 60s who are in the Country Music Hall of Fame. So it was really cool, and to get to meet them was really cool. So I knew, like, oh, I, I could totally do this. So I was about 13 when I 
finally saw for myself for sure, like, yes, I can do this. Uh, it was at m- my school, Clarksville Academy. We They do the annual steak dinner there. Yep. And that year the theme was Legends. Mm-hmm. And I believe the acts were uh, Elvis, Aretha Franklin, Frank Sinatra, the Beatles, Dolly Parton, and Michael Jackson. Those were the acts. And I got the Elvis part in it. And I just, I mean, without saying this in a cocky or arrogant way, because I'm anything but arrogant, uh, I I stole the show. And so I knew right then I was like, yep, this is what I I can do this. Like, Mm -hmm. because I feel like once you get that affirmation from a live audience, Mm -hmm. it's like, yep, I can do this. I got this. So what did your mom say when you said, hey, mom, I want to be a performer that pays tribute to Elvis. How are we going to do that? Uh, to be honest, at first she was kind of like, really? You know, I mean, like most yeah. people, not going to lie. You know, she was a little like, okay, I mean, you know, but you, you do realize, like, I mean, like, it's, you well, know. It, until it only, you, I didn't even realize that was a thing. Well, like, people made a life oh, doing yeah. that. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, she was like, you know, I mean, when I was younger, she would be like, I just, you know, I mean, okay, but I don't know how far it's going to take you. But she didn't know, you know, see, mm-hmm. see, I was this, when I was younger, I still am. I was. Yeah, you're still a, young. Uh, yes, I still mm-hmm. am. But when I was younger, like little boy, uh, I was different than most kids. You know I mean? Most kids were into just playing sports, all that kind of stuff. I was this kid, if I had like a question, I didn't really want to just like not know the answer. Yeah. I wanted to look it up, know the answer, everything. All my whole life. I still am like that. Um and and I was always an old soul too. You know, I've always loved all things really of the past. So, I had done the research and I knew how many opportunities yeah. there were out there to doing what I did. And I also knew of so many people that did what I did and then took that to the to beginning their own career. Uh, prime example, a couple years ago, CMT released a miniseries all about Sun Records, uh, where mm-hmm. Elvis mm-hmm. and many others, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, Roy Orbison, Conway Twitty, Charlie Rich, they all began at this one studio mm-hmm. uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, owned by Sam Phillips. And this one guy who I knew that portrayed the Elvis part, who was an Elvis tribute artist and he now does country music. Uh, he, you know, he works in Nashville, writing his own songs, writing his own music, mm-hmm. has a couple music videos, tours around as himself now, uh, uh, works a lot of, you know, big, big guys down yep. there in Nashville. And I was like, wow, like, I mean, there's so many, there's endless possibilities. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I've always said, man, I could take this, what I'm doing, catapult it to like, you know, what I, you know, a uh, like to do later on in my life, which is uh, cinema acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like. I to was be, just sitting here wondering if you were want uh, to get into acting. Uh, I, I'd that. like to be in the uh, the motion pictures. Yeah, uh, I sound I sound old when I say the that. motion pictures. Yes, you know I mean because mm-hmm. nobody calls them that anymore. You know, yeah. back in the day, it's like oh, motion picture. Whoa, I bet you, you know? love that ride at Hollywood Studios. Oh yes, the, the, the great uh, movie ride. Yeah, yeah, the great. You movie know, ride. Uh, the, a lot of my. Big heroes in Hollywood are are uh, are from the old gold 
golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. You know, I, one of my uh, all-time favorites, um, male actors, is uh, Gable, Clark Gable. Clark Gable, yeah. I like oh, Clark yeah. Gable a lot. Yeah, yeah. One, what he had yeah. in common with Elvis. Yes, yes. Getting the ladies. Getting the ladies. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We see that, Riley. Yeah. We see the trend. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, uh-huh. I, am a, I am an all, you know, I am a red-blooded all-American boy. So what can you say? You know? I mean, you know, what can you say? You know, I always, I always say when people are like, man, is, you know, like, gosh, like, you know, uh, everybody you look up to, because it's funny, you just said that, yeah. everyone you look up to, they all got into ladies. Is that like why you're into it? Like, is that, is that why you do this? Is it just because you want to get women? I said, and I, I normally say jokingly, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> it could be worse. You know, it yeah, could right. be worse. Yeah, I mean, so, uh-huh. You're on the right track. <laughs> so you've performed in a lot of different areas, right? right what are right. some of the most interesting <clears throat> places that you've performed? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I mean. And, and how often do you perform? Uh I perform quite often. I leave next week to go to North Carolina for a, a competition up there. Um, I, I've been, I, I'd have to say probably the the most unique place thus far would be England. Oh, England, wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I got to go to England literally right before the pandemic bro- broke out. I think like maybe a month before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. If that, you know, that was uh, really interesting. I will say, uh, it's a very gloomy place. So if you England ever, is really? if, if you ever decide to go to England, uh, make sure to bring a raincoat because it rains almost all the time there. And, uh, it's, uh, when you go over to Europe, it's like stepping back in time yeah. because they, we are truly here in America so far ahead of things versus other countries overseas yeah it really is like whoa like you know like the buildings are much older mm-hmm. uh there's things that aren't as like you know up to speed as they are here so it's like going yeah. it's, it's like going back in time and my uh my girlfriend actually she's from italy and of course you know uh one day i mean he did get the girl after all uh, i did i did yes uh-huh. uh <laughs> uh she's from italy actually and uh of course you know everybody when i said like oh are you gonna go to italy one day yes i will uh she says it's like even more back in time in those kind of countries. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, you know, with England, at least, you know, they are a little bit more up to speed. You go to some countries like Italy, like Greece, France, you know, Germany, all those, Spain. It's it's like stepping into, mm-hmm. you know, a whole new world because we truly are so far ahead. So I'd have to say England, you know, would probably be the most unique. So mm-hmm. have, have you been to like Vegas or LA or uh, any of those places? I've done, a, I've done a couple stuff in LA and I believe it or not I actually like LA uh, I don't yeah. I don't know if it's just I'm a I'm a laid back guy you know what I mean yeah. I mm-hmm. think it's just the southern in me you know you, you know I feel like us southerners you know we're we're very laid back we're just mm-hmm. very easy going and they're very laid back out there so really I wouldn't have thought LA people were laid back uh well you know they uh they smoke a lot of pot no they uh they uh Lord. no uh they they really are they're very just easy going just kind of chill just mm-hmm. chill uh they they're totally fine mm-hmm. with tourists you know i mean well, it's because they have them a lot they're used to them yes yeah. you know yeah. i mean they're totally cool like you know like you go ask somebody hey like you know what's a cool place to go they'll, they'll tell you you know yeah. i mean don't get me wrong the traffic is bad there but you know i will say 
the thing to me that LA has over like New York is the traffic is bad in New York, but so is just the human traffic. I mean, like literally, you're like bumping into everybody. Charlie and I went to New York with our spouses a while back. Really? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, I mean, you're Mm -hmm. like bumping into everybody and their brother up there in New York, and it's just it's crazy. I mean, yeah. And to travel by car is the worst decision to do in New York because ah. it, you're not going to, I mean, yeah. like either walk or take a subway. I yeah, mean, you know, that's right. but in LA, it's so spacious that yes, there is really bad traffic out there, but it doesn't feel as congested as New York. Yeah. So I, I've been to LA a couple of times. I've not been to Vegas yet because obviously I'm underage to do stuff out there in Vegas. But now that I'm over 18, there are yeah. uh, a lot of places that they're like, okay, like, you know, like we'll bring you in and like escort you to the stage area. Cause I mean, I'll yeah. be honest, you know, I, I just want to go to Vegas, which I am actually for the first time in July, uh, doing an Elvis festival out there in Vegas. And I'm really excited about it. I just want to go to tour because quite frankly, uh, there's not a, I'm a hypochondriac. So to gamble is like the, the last thing I want to yeah. do because, uh, uh, I can't even imagine yeah. like the the mental stress I would cause myself of like mm-hmm. uh, oh my gosh what if I lose yeah. all of this money right oh, I'm with now. you I get I get so, you. so I uh, I am actually going to uh, Vegas though for the first time in July and I'm excited I can't wait to go out there yeah. and tour around and yeah, do the, it's do the shows cool out there to walk mm-hmm. around and just see things yeah. let, let me ask you about the competitions because mm-hmm. you, you, I know you've been in probably multiple competitions one you know. Winning, losing, do you look at people and say, well, I can't believe they beat me, all those kind of things. Um, all the time, no. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and, you know, they always talk about the young Elvis, the old Elvis. Do they have age groups in those competitions? Uh, they have They have categories. Now, as far as, like, splitting up the time of Elvis's life, like, as far as, like, splitting up the early guys with the with just other early Elvises yeah. and the, the 70s guys with just other 70s Elvises and jumpsuits? Uh, primarily, no. You know, if you're a 50s guy, uh, you're going to be competing probably against a 70s guy yeah. or a guy in black leather or something like that, you know. Uh, but they do have uh, brackets. Like, uh, they do have a... Sometimes they call it non-pro, semi-pro, amateur. Yeah, yeah I got you. And that's for the guys that are, uh, you know, because I had to do that for a couple of years myself. It's for the guys that are underage uh, because with the professional divisions, a lot of times the rewards in those are certain things that it, it either A, somebody that's underage just legally cannot do yet, mm-hmm. or B, it's not that they can't do it, but they don't really want to cause them that mental stress because it can't you know some of the stuff like you know you have to do certain things like go here go there it can be you know really taxing for a young guy you know um and then and then sometimes they have a youth division as well which is for the really little guys and uh and so uh yes so there is different brackets but as far as you know if if you're a 50s guy you know which, which i am uh do you just competing against other no i mean a lot of times a lot of times i normally will be in the wings of a contest and there'll be a guy in a jumpsuit out there and he'll be doing like suspicious minds or uh american trilogy or something like that and then i go out there and do um blue suede shoes or joss rock you know so it's it's very uh all the all the eras are combined together which is nice in many ways for the audience uh because it's 
it is like they are getting yeah. a show, you know, like they're getting yeah. to see different facets of Elvis. Mm-hmm. For us guys, yeah. I think is where it's not not as nice because when you're a '50s guy, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, we get we get all the moving, we get all the fun stuff, so we get the audience going. But it's like uh, when you're standing in the wings and somebody does "America the Beautiful" right before you go on stage, and you know that all you got's "Hound Dog." It's like, man. I really wish yeah. I wasn't following this guy because I mean, yeah. you do a song like "America the Beautiful," everybody's gonna stand yeah. up, you know. Oh, yeah. Or if right. you do some of Elvis's gospel, like "How Great Thou Art," everybody stands up, and then there's you, you know, like, "Well, it's one for the month," and it's just kind of like, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. But but I mean, like I said, we have the moving, so we we do get yeah. them going. It's just a little bit different. We kind of get yeah. them going more do, like. Do you do you do you always do it to tracks, or do you like play the guitar and stuff? Uh, I mean, is there... It really depends on the venue. You know, sometimes uh, you know if it's an intimate event, it's normally with tracks because you can't fit a live band sometimes in some intimate venues sure. like the F&M Banquet Hall when I yeah. did that yeah. which by the way I'm doing that again this December. Oh you uh, are? Actually, yes, Good. yes. That's going to be great. Uh, uh, and then uh, and then also sometimes if it's an intimate event the budget's not there for a band. But a lot of times I I play with a live band. Uh, yeah. so uh, that's that's nice cuz don't be wrong. I I I never mind playing with tracks. Some guys do, but I I never do. And and I understand why they do because it's tough because with mm-hmm. the band, you know, you conduct the band, but with tracks you're following that, you yeah. know. You got to yeah. stay on point uh, with tracks. But, yes, but mm-hmm. see I think the reason why tracks don't really bother me is cuz when I was doing uh, theater at the the Roxy, you know, there's not a band there at the theater yeah. right. at the Roxy. It's all with tracks, so you know, I, I was quite used to that. But you you can't beat the feel of a live band. Yeah. You know, I mean, the live band, you get rock, you know, the rocking, it gets you rocking even more. You know, and uh, there's just something about like having those people on stage too with you. Right. It just puts it gives your, you energy. It, it, it gives you energy, and it and it also makes you feel more at ease because it's like oh i'm I'm not alone here i, I have somebody yeah. here with me mm-hmm. so you know i mean i don't mind doing tracks but i, I will say you, you can't beat the sound yeah. of a live band yeah. so i know that it's a process you don't just you know every just get out and perform what is your process on rehearsing and how long do you rehearse for a competition or a show i mean do you do it every day i mean how what what do you do Oh gosh! I mean, well, you know, when you're this good, no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I I practice singing as much as I can. That's yeah. the biggest one I practice. This is it's singing, you know, because the moves, the the beauty about those with someone like Elvis is, you know, if it was, you know, someone like Michael Jackson, yeah, uh, you know, Michael Jackson was all choreography. Yeah. You know, same thing with like a lot of those Motown groups, like the Temptations, you know, the Four Tops, all those synchronized choreography. The beauty with Elvis was it was just raw, impromptu, spont- gotcha. spontaneity. So the moves just came mm-hmm. to it. So while I will practice moving you know I, I never am like oh gosh you know i, I gotta do this here and he there had some pretty flexible moves though that he, i'd he, say he you did, have to did. practice well i mean well I, I always say that the music of elvis's is just so it just makes you want to dance that it's like you might look at something that elvis did and it's like oh gosh i could never do it but it's like you could, you know, mm-hmm. I mean? because that music, you just can't help but dance. I mean, that music mm-hmm. just gets you going. It gets you excited. That's the, that's what I love about Elvis music. It gets me excited. But I, I do practice uh, 
dancing to the music for cardio's sake and all that. But the biggest thing I practice is singing, and I practice singing about as much as I can because mm-hmm. you know your voice is an instrument. Yeah, it's, right. it's a very That's huge right. instrument, you know, That's and right. and uh, you can hurt it really easily. So I I guess really whenever I can and whenever I feel. Uh, inspired to do so yeah. because they they would do say the one thing that is very bad as an artist is to practice because you feel forced yeah. and pressure because right. you never want to lose the fun of it so i i'd say whenever i'm home if i'm not mm-hmm. on the road and yeah. i'm just like you know i think it's a good time to just sing a couple tunes i got one last question for you all right in the last 10 you got to pick somebody in the last 10 years who would you sing? Who would? What song would you sing if you or, or what artist would you be? Somebody in the last ten years. The last ten years. Yeah, yes. like okay. today. Okay, current. today. Somebody today. current. Whew, that's really tough because, you know, I have to. You didn't know this was going to be a trick question. No, 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 no. It's a good question. <laughs> it's I like a great it, question. It's a hard one. Uh, I have to look at like who I feel like I identify yeah. vocally yeah. with the yeah. most. Um. I don't know, maybe like Buble, Michael Buble. I was even oh, thinking like a go, Sam man. Hunt, he's, he's you know. smooth, man. Yeah, Buble you know, would be I, good. I would say Buble, yeah. yeah that's that's a good one. I, I like Michael Buble. He's, he's yes. classy, yes. man. Yeah, I like the way he dresses, too, like you said. I, oh, yeah. I like he gets you. the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, he's a crew, I, man. I, I like, well, the thing I like about Buble is he's admirable, too. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a classic, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that's the beauty of, you know, the, like retro acts, and that's why he is a class act because yeah. Buble was inspired by so much yeah. of you know those artists that I look up to. So yeah, let's say Buble. I saw like, him. I saw him in concerts. No, I bet it was he's a beautiful a, he's concert. He's a great dancer. He's, yeah, he's really great good, man. He's just yeah. talented. Mm-hmm. It, the second, maybe Timberlake, but his voice is a little bit higher. Than yeah, mine. just yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in concert. He, yeah, he's a great entertainer. When I saw him in concert, he was doing all this beatboxing, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's talented. Yeah, yeah no, he's yeah. A, he's a great. So I just, I just say maybe Buble first. That's cool. Timberlake second. You know, it's yeah. funny. A lot of people would think I would choose a country artist, but even though I am Southern, and I very much, you know, I am Southern to the core, Yeah, I've always been more of a, a, a dancey kind of guy. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. like to, I like to dance. You like to dance part of it. Yes. That's why he does Elvis. So when is the next time you're going to be performing in the area, in case anyone listening to this wants to come see you? Uh, in the area? Oh, gosh. Let me see. Well, uh, I know because we are so close to Nashville, uh, July the 9th, I'll be at the Nashville Troubadour Theater, which used to be the Texas Troubadour Theater, yeah. named after the named after the late, great Ernest Tubb and his Texas mm-hmm. Troubadours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be there July the 9th. Okay. Uh, and let me think. Uh, well, Have you ever performed in Clarksville? I've done some local events, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then, of course, like I said, December the 1st, uh, is it, that's a, a ladies' Christmas party? Usually the FNM Bank ladies' Christmas yes. So event. for all the FNM Bank ladies, I'll see you mm-hmm. for Christmas. He said that to you. I'll see you. Yes, I'll see you there again, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, see, let me, th- but I think the, the next event, Nashville, July the 9th. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then. So, uh, you're staying really busy, aren't you? Uh, really busy. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, I think it's totally cool. And, I do too. You Thank know. you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.